Right, welcome everyone to another episode of Love Island Cast USA. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Delighted to speak to you again. We've managed to avoid being voted off our own podcast, so we're ready to go again. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, yes, that's very true. Actually, quite an interesting episode today for the USA one. There was there was a bit, a little bit of drama. I think the stalker, that is Eric, he's going around the house and single-handedly taking his victims off one by one because... <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. The people saying he's level-headed and that, he's not. There's something not right about his approach with the girls at all, with, especially with Kira. I, I just I don't know what it is, but there's something really creepy and bizarre about his, his, his whole game plan because it's so intense. You could, not, you could not withstand or actually maintain a relationship with somebody like that. If he's like that for 24 hours of the day, that is a recipe for disaster. Well, all I'll say, Chris, is if you have to explain to someone that you do have a fun side, you don't have a fucking fun side. (laughs) (laughs) She said, didn't she? Well, you know, he went, I just don't want it to feel like I'm I'm doing a pitch to you every time I speak to you. But that's what it feels like. What what I found really bizarre with Kira as well, not just Eric, is the way she talks, and she did it with Cashel as well, she talks like she's in a meeting about her own emotions and her feelings. And, and that's exactly what Eric speaks. It's like they're, they're, they're sat there talking about a work problem, not an actual personal issue. It's so, I've never seen anything like it. It's so fucking bizarre. Yeah, it does seem a little bit clinical, doesn't it? There's, and there is no fun. There's no laughing about. There's no joking. You know, flipping over. I mean, Weston seems to be cracking on with Kelsey. But, yeah, you see a little bit of fun there, don't you? But with Eric, it's just like, you know, he's he's come in there and he's made a beeline. He, he had that initial date with Caro, clearly not interested there. But then he's just made his mind up that he's going to go after Kira. And, and you're right, it's like they're trying to deconstruct some business problem or something. And I think he's sort of taken advantage over the fact that you know, obviously Kira and Cashel aren't quite getting on. And so it is it, just a bit strange. And, you know, he's talking himself up about how he's, you know, worked since he was 16. And I don't know, I don't like it when you're getting down into those, what we'd call sort of brass tacks discussions, you know, so early on. You know, for me, it should be a bit fucking fun in the early days, shouldn't it? Or else, what's the point? Well, look, at, well, as a complete opposite, and every every personality, everyone has different personalities. Me and you've got different personalities. Everyone has. Opposites attract. We know that. But in the same respect, look at Zach and Elizabeth. It looks so real, so organic. They were discussing through the episode, weren't they? They go on a date. They discuss about how she can't wait for him to meet her parents and that. And, after, and off the UK one and the US one, they seem really, really genuine, Dave. You don't hear that on any of the other shows, especially the UK one, because they're all after these fucking deals afterwards, aren't they, for the magazines and all that other crap that comes with it. These two just genuinely seem that. So you, you go to the other side and you sat there and they're like, basically, it's like they're over there in a negotiation table negotiating, you're going to get the best <laughs> deal. You know, it's like, it doesn't make any sense. He's just weird. And, and I might be wrong, but for me, He's the type of guy he'll be serving 20 to 25 to life if he carries on because of his obsession, because I think he's, he's an absolute psycho, to be honest, stalker. 
well, I don't know. Possibly <laughs> might be slightly scandalous. That, <laughs> I don't know. I do think, tell how it is, Dave. <laughs> you know, I think there's the calmness in which he speaks, the tone of his voice, the cadence of his voice. There is something, I said it yesterday, I'm going to say it again, a bit serial killer about him. And the way he just is completely single-minded. Now, I think, especially having, you know, she's not even quite come out of that relationship with Cashel, and I'll get onto that in a sec. But getting someone in that frame of mind where she maybe feels that the person they're coupled up with is a bit wishy-washy, um, you know, and I can see the attraction of someone who's just like, this is what I want, I'm going to go after it and i'd have to question well okay so why are you this age and in love island then if if you have absolutely gone after everything you know hell for leather and put this much into it you shouldn't be on this show so there is something that just doesn't add up there no it doesn't and he reminds me very much as you said serial killer of one of my funniest characters he was also a psycho have you ever heard of patrick bateman dave uh no Christian Bale, the American Psycho. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. So yeah. I was just trying to just trying to process that. <laughs> the funniest but absolute psycho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't often hear those two things uh, <laughs> coupled up in the same sentence, do you? <laughs> Dave, you should know by now that nothing I say makes logical sense sometimes. But, I, I mean, he was a character that you shouldn't laugh at, but you did because he was just an absolute head case. And this Eric guy is giving me the willies, Dave. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you make Takira's role in this? Because she seemed to go off on Cashel a bit and said, oh, you, why are you getting angry? I don't know if they cut that bit out where he was getting angry or the fact that he's so chilled out most of the time if he starts to approach a normal kind of tone, she interprets that as him being angry, but I didn't actually see that. It was just, it was a weird interaction between them two, but I was left wondering, well, I don't know what you've got to complain about. Your friends owned him. He's obviously cut up about it. He can't just switch his feelings off like a light bulb, but you two are, are kind of over. So he needs to kind of crack on. That doesn't mean he's going to like you know, seeing you crack on with someone else. So it's very awkward between those two at the minute. And I think they've probably gone beyond the point of no return, I think. Yeah, I think it's, you are right. I think it's one of these where she doesn't want him, but she doesn't want anyone else to have him. So that's yeah. that's how it seems to me anyway, personally. I, I, and I, I, what I found bizarre, though, is when she said to him as well, oh, I really like you. I think you're really attractive. Or, you know, these, these, and then just walked off thinking oh, I will kiss him or do something but it was like just <laughs> an idle chat they see somebody who they casually know and, and it was just bizarre but she then goes and speaks to Elizabeth and Alexandra and straight away they both said I don't like him don't like him one bit I, I thought it was interesting because we'd said you know we didn't feel easy about him yesterday but essentially you know you're watching a, an edited show so you're not seeing everything so f- to have the girls say that and then to see Weston was was having a chat with the boys, wasn't he? And, and, you know, they don't like him either. There's something really wrong with him. And I think, I think what Eric hasn't quite worked out in his game plan, that if he ends up in that kind of last two, which he very nearly did tonight, 
then the Islanders have got to vote for you to keep you in. Yeah, but the problem is, Dave, you are right. Tomorrow's episode is a recoupling and it's down to Kira. So I it think looks that like Cashel's, it, doesn't it? Yeah, Cashel's going to be on his own. And I think, I, I think the, the problem is, we're, we're saying it's about Eric, but she's obviously taking it in. She's buying into it, even though there's alarm bells all around her from various, but she even said to him, the lads and the girls don't think much of you. They think you're a bit edgy and all that. She's still chasing it. So at the end of the day, you reap what you sow. And if she does get burned, it's her own fault as well, Dave, because we, we can see it. Obviously, we're just watching the show. I'd like to think she's got a bit more about it. It could be it's a match made in heaven. They marry and have four kids and he isn't a psycho. He's a lovely bloke. But I'd like to also think that I have got a brain. I've been on this planet for 40 years. And usually when you have a premonition or a sort of feeling about someone like this, you're not far wrong most of the time. And yeah, those years of experience do tell you that someone who comes in and says all the right things knows exactly what all the right things are. He's not saying those things by accident. He's said them plenty of times before. So I, I just think I don't buy it at all, one bit. But I agree in the short term, it's going to have an effect. And I, I think she will go and vote to couple up with him. And Cash will, will be, you know, I feel a bit guilty now about playing that all by myself song the other day. <laughs> but I think <laughs> Cashel's going to end up out on his ear if uh, if anyone, because who who else is going to vote to to keep him in? I mean, Christina, I guess, you know, she looks to be on the losing side of that love triangle with Weston and Kelsey at the moment. But, you know, that's a long shot. I, I think it'll be Cashel going on. Yeah, I do as well. I think I think you're completely right. And it, they're motoring along now, Dave. To be fair, the show's motoring along. I'm not sure. I'll be honest with you. We're in the third week now. I am not sure whether this format works, Love Island, over a four-week period. I think the UK one's got it right at two months. It's just enough where you you come to the end of it like, right, we've had enough now. We know in the UK when it's kicking off left, right, and centre. If you've not watched it, but it's coming to the point where in the last few episodes. This American one, I'm not 100% bought in that four weeks is the right time period because he's going to be a massive call next week. Yeah, I mean, it, it does seem... It, it's difficult, isn't it? You know, there's not many people, I wouldn't have thought, Chris, on this planet who are crazy enough to start trying to get into these two series in the UK and the US and then deconstruct them with conversations after we've watched the episodes. So we're probably in a fairly unique position, I would have thought, where we're, we're crazy enough to do that. And there's part of me, when I watch this US show, it's a bit like a breath of fresh air because the UK one is just all drama. You've had these relationships which have been running for a bit longer and then someone disses someone else or interferes with that couple. You get this love triangle splitting things up. It just seems to be like you're going for 12 rounds with Mike Tyson. You know, it's been so much drama. Whereas this one, it seems just a bit lighter. And I feel like, you know, this is a leisurely jog. But, you know, if I was watching it in isolation, would I feel that way? I I don't know. So I think it's really difficult for us to say. But what you can say, you know, good or bad, I mean, the UK one at the moment just has a lot more drama. And, you know, the 
bastards at the, those production offices have got it nailed where they just show you a little bit of what's going to happen tomorrow. So you've just invested an hour in watching a show. They show you a few seconds of what's going to happen tomorrow. And it, you, you've almost forgot about that episode. You're like, oh, fucking hell, I can't wait till tomorrow now. <laughs> yeah. You know, whereas at the minute, the stakes just aren't as high here. You know, again, I, I think in terms of Breath of Fresh Air, it is great, genuinely heartwarming to see Zach and, Eliz- Zach and Elizabeth's relationship organically flourish. You know, it doesn't seem forced. They went on a date tonight. It was really sweet. And, you know, I get this warm feeling that they could work on the outside as well. If someone came in and started to interfere with that, it'd be horrible for them, but it would be a bit of gripping drama as well. So, you know, you feel like an arsehole for sort of (laughs) wishing something like that to happen. But I think it needs something like that, you know, to really ignite this show. Because at the moment, like I say, the stakes aren't high enough. Yeah, I think think you're right. And I think as well is there's not that emotional investment. I don't feel it with a lot of the characters at the moment. Yeah, we know who they are. Yeah, we're getting to understand them. But there's nobody I really care enough about to sort of think, well, I want them to win. I couldn't really say. I think Zach and Elizabeth are going to win it by default because they seem very genuine. But really, there's not much personality on screen of them as a couple. There is together. They love, obviously love each other. But when I'm watching it, I'm not like rooting for them. It's just like, yeah, they, they are probably the most sincere people on there. The rest of them, I, I just I mean, I like Weston. I think he's quite good. Dylan doesn't really offer much. Alexandra doesn't offer much to me. Kira's getting a lot of airtime, and I'm not sure whether it's justified. I think she's quite boring, to be honest. And Cashel, yeah, he started off quite well. He, he was all right. I think Carol's the one who I've sort of slated a few times with her daft voice and that. But but I think she buzzes around and moves the episodes along. But in the same respect, I'm just like, I'm not really that bothered at the moment. So if it does finish, I'm, I'm putting all my chips on Zach and Elizabeth, I think, at the moment. Yeah, I think the the whole thing with the four-week thing, you might be right. It might just be that time period. And the fact that when it's over a longer period, you spend more time and you spend more time with the fun moments with the people in the villa, whether that's part of that original group or whether it's you know people coming in after. But they get you to invest in those characters. And I use that word deliberately characters because the way they edit it you build they're they're building up our perception of these people and it just doesn't feel like we've spent enough time so so like take that love triangle with weston and uh kelsey and christina you know from what he was saying tonight he doesn't really feel like he can have those fun moments with christina you know, whereas when he's with Kelsey, he can he can kind of have that fun as well, and he he likes that. Well, the only reason we know that is because he's saying the words, but we kind of want to see it as well and make our own minds up. You know, that's part of the fun, isn't it? When you see these interactions, and you're like, oh, they, you know, they really get on with them, and oh, I could see something there. And you know, these guys, they're not coupled up at the moment, but you know. That would make a really good pairing, wouldn't it? You know, again, keep harping on about the UK show, but Amber and Ovi, you know, how how long were people saying, you know, they should couple up? They make a great couple, you know, and that's because you see some moments with them that actually mean something. And I think, I don't know what it is about this show. 
But I, I do think it's the stakes aren't high enough, but maybe the stakes aren't high enough because we haven't had time to emotionally invest in these characters. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Very good point, Dave. Very good point. You and your fucking yes. <laughs> You've <laughs> done it to me again. <laughs> I go off. I've got my conspiracy wall behind me. I've got all the characters mapped out, these emotional relationships all over the wall. And you just go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what friends are for, Dave. <laughs> so anyway, on the, on that bombshell, I think we'll uh, we'll wrap this one up, Dave. So if you want to get in contact with the show, at Love Island Cast on Twitter. If you want to email us, show the Love Island Cast at gmail.com. If you want to drop us a five-star or a one-star review, get onto your podcast catching app and get on there and give some feedback to us. It just helps us grow and gets us out there into the podcasting world. Great episode again. Let's see where it goes tomorrow. Dave, you've been a star, man. That's been brilliant. So thanks ever so much to you. Thanks to our listeners out there. What have you got to lead us out with today? Well, Dave, obviously with the voting that went on today, we, we did lose Greg and Marley. I'm going over to Fiji, Dave, to try and find Marley's other eyebrow. We'll see you next time. <laughs>